Hey there, this is Evie Escher. You're with Disembodied Podcast. And this week I've got Doug Sands with me. He's a hypnotherapist. So he'll even give us a little sample of what he can do. That being said, I would be careful if you're driving to turn this off or just uh, pull over maybe. Anything to avoid an accident, right? Stay tuned. Welcome to Disembodied Podcast. Absolutely. Thank um, you so much for having me. It's interesting. You consider yourself a Buddhist. How did I would guess you didn't grow up with Buddhism necessarily. <laughs> so how did you get into that? You're definitely right. I grew up in rural Wisconsin in the U.S. and not a lot of Buddhists there, at least that I knew of. I grew up in a very Christian household and it wasn't until I was I'm on my own mental health journey, trying to figure out what I wanted to do with my life and how I wanted to take care of my own mind that I discovered Buddhism. And I, I subscribe to a, a more secular form of Buddhism, kind of the, the Western style of it. But the, the frameworks of that really gave me a, um, a structure of life. And um, since then, it's just become an integral through line that has really helped kind of kind of tie everything together from meditation to hypnosis to uh, the change work that I help people with. So what type of Buddhist practices do you have? So every morning I do meditation and just sitting meditation for 20 minutes. And um, I also keep up to date with one of my favorite Buddhist podcasts, the Secular Buddhism Podcast by Noah Rochetta, and uh, just applying different Buddhist concepts throughout the day. I typically listen to at least a couple podcasts a week just to make sure that, you know, my, the ideas are still fresh. And then at the end of the day, I'm just powering down right before bed, just with a brief meditation, whether that's five minutes, whether that's 20 minutes, and just making sure that I'm checking up to make sure that what that day, what I did that day was really in line with my values. So you give yourself a little maybe checklist of how you're not on board with things or you're falling away from what you need to be doing. Absolutely. Yeah, that's good. That's actually a good practice. So how did you get into hypnosis? Was that just due to meditation? Kind of. Yeah. I was searching for something to uh, really help my mental health because I've been dealing with anxiety and depression up to that point. And I discovered meditation. And that was the first moment I realized just how much impact I can have on my own emotions and through studying the brainwave patterns behind meditation, I stumbled upon the link between that and hypnosis. And when I realized that hypnosis was not just, just a state show thing, that it's actually been helping people for over a century, then I was, I was hooked. I really wanted to learn more. And I started using some basic hypnosis techniques on my own mental health. And when I saw just how effective they were, I knew that I had to get certified. What did you do to help yourself initially? I'm curious. Yeah, I was using self-hypnosis techniques like uh, visualization and affirmations. We all know about like just daily affirmations, but when you do that in a hypnotic trance, they're just so much more powerful, I've found. I've also found that the, the unconscious mind, it speaks in images and feelings. And that's kind of why we get that, that gut feeling when something's wrong it's communicating to us in a way that it knows how. And so when you're using visualization, especially in a hypnotic trance, you are using a language that your mind can understand. I listen to, it's kind of like a first step to weight loss. 
through mm-hmm. hypnosis, I guess. I listened to that. And I, one thing I really noticed about you is you have a really nice cadence. I can tell you've been doing this for a long time. <laughs> and you use very measured phrases. Instead of sentences, you use like three to five words at a time, like word blocks, mm-hmm. so that you kind of step people through like the trance induction. I find that very useful because some people tend to go a little fast with the imagery that they're conjuring. I'm comparing this, I guess, to guided meditation sometimes, but I've also undergone hypnosis a long time ago. Yeah. Sometimes it gets a, like uh, the person who's leading the hypnosis session can get a little ahead of the person who's receiving it. Right. Yeah. And I don't think you do that. I think you're very measured and very careful. Well, thank you. It was a lot of practice. I know I also had that problem when I first started out, I kind of rushed things and it's, it's just practice and a lot of just checking in with where the client is at and making sure that you're actually helping them. And you also use a lot of imagery from kind of the digital age, you know, pressing buttons. I like that appeal because sometimes it can be a little bit from my memory, a little bit too old fashioned how people will connect the visual imagery of the hypnosis session to you. Mm -hmm. So that's, I find that good. Yeah. Thank you. And what do you share with people who are trying to get through this tough time that everybody seems to be going through right now? What type of suggestions or techniques do you have for people? Mm. If someone is looking for help with anxiety or something like that, I give them some basic techniques like breath work or meditation, things like that. If someone is really just struggling and, you know, just needs a little bit of support, I always mention that our minds always think that things are permanent. For me, especially, Mm -hmm. I knew that when I was struggling with anxiety and depression, I thought I was always going to feel that way. And we, when we're in the middle of this struggle with COVID and everything, we sometimes think that it's going to be this way forever. And it's not already it's changed and already it's, it's gone up and it's gone down and it's going to be that way perhaps for a while. I would say it's all right to be operating on a different level than you would have otherwise. If you are really productive in normal life and these past few months or you know almost a year, you've been really struggling to do basic, you know, just to have a basic life and do those things, have some forgiveness for yourself because everyone is really struggling and we're all coping with this differently. I like what someone told me once about the metaphor of we're all in the same boat. And it's, it's not that we're not all in the same vessel together because we're all on different points of our journeys. We're all struggling with different things. They said, we're all in our own boat, but we're all going through the same storm together. And so I really am curious to know what the world is going to look like after this, because COVID is one of those generational traumas that we're all going to have an experience from. And I wonder how, how grateful we're going to be to be able to go outside and do all these things again, and what connections we're going to feel with the people around us. Yeah, I think it's going to affect the, the sense of how to socialize maybe for a very long time. That kind of saddens me a little. It's hard for me to imagine whether we're going to have parties anytime, like in the next couple of years at all. And I think that's a shame because there are a lot of people that look forward to some sort of togetherness. And we already had like a waning sense of togetherness because Mm -hmm. we don't, like people are so separated, I think, in the digital age. 
I remember a long time ago, people would go to shopping malls and hang out, right? Even if they weren't shopping. Well, that's gone. Those days are pretty much gone. And there's just not a lot of like public squares where you can interface with people, I guess only online, but that's so unfulfilling in a way. And it's so, there's kind of an artificial side to being online and and representing yourself as maybe someone else sometimes. Mm. And, you know, there's so many like pitfalls with not being face-to-face with somebody. So I think this is perhaps forever changing or at least for the next few years, changing our way of getting together and, and being face-to-face. Yeah, and I couldn't agree more. that's a shame. You know, it's something that's lost and we're going to have to regain it somehow. Yeah. What are you doing these days as far as keeping yourself sane? You're in Santa Fe, right? I am Santa Fe, New Mexico. And so out here in New Mexico, we are still able to go on, on hikes and do that kind of thing. And I've naturally been an outdoor outdoorsy kind of person. So that is one of my main outlets. I've also found that being an introvert in these times is very is a very valuable skill. I, I know extroverts in my life who are really struggling with this. And as long as I've got like a little bit of connection, I mean, I've got uh, my girlfriend, uh, we live together and really that's all I need. I think that's just getting outside, even if it's, even if it's by myself, even if it's just uh, walking around the block, I know a lot of us in this time period can't do that, but that's really been a, a through line of my entire COVID experience, just getting out in nature to reconnect. And do you have family nearby at all? I actually don't. Most of my family is in the Midwest. Are you conferencing with them by video or? Oh yeah, absolutely. For the holidays, we conference and um, give them a call once in a while. I mean, it's, it's distance. And so I really want to go back and interact with them in person, but I am still glad that we are able to at least talk and at least connect that way. It still feels kind of impersonal somehow, but it is nice. I like it. (laughs) How would you recommend that people kind of keep their spirits up in the coming months? You know, whether the vaccine succeeds or not, it's kind of like iffy at times here. Mm -hmm. You know, we're getting such mixed information. I would recommend that people adopt the mindset that bad things aren't always happening to us. Sometimes they're happening for us. I'm looking back in my life, there have been some extremely negative times that have really shaped my journey. And telling that to someone who is in the middle of a really negative time that can seem a little bit tone deaf or crude or crass. But I think with time, we are going to realize that this may have been a benefit for us. Perhaps it makes us more grateful for our shared company with other people. Perhaps we now have the time to pursue a new idea like a blog or a podcast or some other creative venue. Perhaps we are simply, you know, our eyes are opening up to the fact that we don't have to be working all the time. We don't have to be constantly struggling that sometimes it's okay to just be where you are. And what do you say to the extroverts? (laughs) (laughs) I say that it will get better. I say find whoever, find your other extroverts and connect with them as often as possible. And do not be afraid to say, you know, I just need to contact someone because people in their nature, they want to help other people, especially our friends. Uh, If you find yourself struggling, reach out to your friend and just say, I really need some help right now. I think people feel like they're going to impose on others. I think that's Mm. part of the problem. I feel that way sometimes. 
I don't know if you're okay with this, but do you want to do some sort of sample of your hypnosis technique? Absolutely. Yeah. Let's do a, something brief and kind of anti-anxiety and anti, um, COVID stress. And so would you like to do it with me? Sure. Yeah. All right. So are you in a comfortable place? I am. Yeah. All right. And feeling good and everything, nothing wrong. Uh, I feel very at ease for the most part. Yeah. Excellent. All right. And with that, go ahead and take a deep breath in and out. And if you haven't already, go ahead and lay your hands face down on your lap if you can. Take another deep breath in. That's right. And close your eyes if you haven't already. And as you notice the different sounds around you and the different sensations in your body and the different thoughts that may be in your head. You can allow all of those things to simply go deeper now and take you deeper into that familiar and wonderful state that we call hypnosis or trance, however you define it. And since your mind, your deep unconscious mind has brought you to this place where you can make amazing changes, go ahead and make amazing changes around stress. Perhaps you'd like to be more calm and have more resources to deal with anxiety or stress, whether it's caused by COVID or other things in your life. And as your unconscious mind makes those changes, you can begin to notice the different sensations that arise. And in a moment, I'm going to bring you back to the room, feeling different than before because your mind is already making changes. And by the time I count from one to five, that's right, your mind can finish installing those changes into your unconscious to help you live a peaceful life. One can begin to come back to the surface, feeling three times as energized as before you began and eyes open wide awake on five. Hi. 
<laughs> it was good. I like it. Nice. Excellent. Your, Excellent. your voice is very much like steps walking down and then walking back up to consciousness, which is perfect. And I felt myself for a second there getting very angry at my neighbor because I could hear a dog barking. <laughs> but your voice gotcha. took me away from that. Yeah, it kind of dispelled the anger. <laughs> Excellent. I'm glad to hear that. And for anyone listening, that was that is a very brief taste of what hypnosis feels like. Your voice has a way of kind of easing tension in my muscles, yeah. which is, you know, of course, you know, the goal of it, I guess, is to get you to decompress and stop hanging on to all of these like fears or worries or whatever. Yeah, absolutely. So great technique. I love it. Absolutely. Yeah. So you are available on anywherehypnosis.com, right? Mm -hmm. If, if people right. want to book a session with you mm -hmm. and do you prepare videos for people and send, send them a hypnosis video or do you just work with them directly in a video call? Most often I work with them directly on a video call. I do have some like general pre-recorded hypnosis tracks I sell. And for those who aren't comfortable um, with the, you know, one-on-one -on -one sessions, I have been asked to do personalized recordings and I've done those in the past as well. Okay, great. You have a podcast called Making Meaning. That's correct. Making Meaning. <laughs> <laughs> and can you tell me about that real quick? Absolutely. I started the Making Meaning podcast because I was searching for my own meaning. And I realized that the only way I was going to have the meaning that really fit my life was to, was to create it, was to make it. And so I interview people who are creating their own definition of what their purpose is. Uh, I interview a lot of adventurers, especially starting out, because that's kind of the, the spheres that I walk in. But I've also interviewed people who have uh, um, fled religious persecution and people who are starting businesses. Really, the, the through line through all of these conversations is that we have to make our own meaning. And my goal is to show them the steps that these people were not people who just woke up with life's purpose handed to them. They struggled and they had difficulties and they had to build it piece by piece, like putting together little Lego blocks and building a tower or something. But over time they've done it. And then I also want to show that once they've done it, they're still growing, they're still progressing. And that's really the, the essence of the making meaning podcast. They don't, arrive at this fantastic place they have to kind of maintain it and keep moving forward exactly it's a constant growth great okay i'll put both of those links in the show notes so so people can access the hypnotherapy sessions if they want to or the podcast or both absolutely well, i appreciate that <laughs> yeah thanks for coming on i appreciate it Bye -bye. take care you as well Feel free to leave questions or comments for this episode at disembodiedpodcast.com.